Hey, this is your host, Bill, and I'm in the Atomic Autosports studio to bring you the Late to Grid podcast. This podcast is about motorsports and getting on track. My goal is to share the stories and inspiration that will grow our sport. In this episode, I talk with the Radar Racing Team as we recap the Champ Car Race at Pit Race. The race was filled with ups and downs, but most of the weekend we were laughing and smiling. But I'll let the team share all the details. Here we go. All right, we're going to get started. Dylan just fell out. Uh, if he jumps back in, then we'll get him up to speed. And who knows where Brian Blatt is. But, guys, it's great to have the Radar Racing Team together to recap what happened at Pit Race in the Champ Car Race just uh, a little bit over a week ago. Everybody recovered? No. Barely. Mostly. No rest for the wicked. <laughs> no. Ready for ready great. to get. What's that, Andy? I said I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like I mentioned in the intro, we had a great crew of people to help us throughout the weekend. I thought it'd be fun to get us all together and talk through the weekend and everything that happened. And um, guys, thanks for being here. Why don't we start with uh, Thursday's arrival? I was biting my nails all day, getting loaded up, trying to get out there, and I am getting some echo. Well, we're going to keep rolling with it. Anyways, so I was nervous about getting out there, wanted to get the spot, wanted to get there early, and Chef, you beat me there, and we were in a holding pattern until 6 o'clock. Yeah, the uh, Corvettes were uh, testing on the track. They wouldn't let us in. Yeah, so just not any Corvettes, though, while we're out there. Z06s, brand new ones. Brand new ones. They had all the good colors. Yeah, that was great. So <clears throat> Brian and I were in the holding pattern, so we walked around and met all the other uh, drivers and crews that were lined up getting ready to go. And um, that's part of what racing's about, just getting to meet other people and hang out. But... Once we got in, uh, we started setting up camp, and shortly after that, Nick, Dylan, and Matt, you guys rolled in. But you had a funny story on the way in, didn't you? We sure did. Now, who's going to tell it? I don't know. I think, well, I don't know. Uh, I got the trailer loaded up with the neon while Bill loaded up the trailer and hooked it up to my truck, and I rolled out of work, picked up Nick and Dylan, and we headed to the track. It was, what, 9.30? 9.30, almost 10. Well, we're hungry. Only place open is Wendy's, and we go to Wendy's in Western PA, which I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> worse, sad. Wendy's or Wendy's in Western PA. But, uh, yeah, it was an interesting experience. Not only the employees there, the just the uh, people watching was interesting, but as we were leaving, I guess the local PD rolled in and, Busted their shenanigans for the evening, unfortunately, for them. But it was inter- it was fun to watch. No more Frosties. <laughs> <laughs> Almost too many Frosties. That's the issue. <laughs> right. Oh, man. And um, so you guys rolled in, and uh, it was good to see you. You brought some food for the crew, fed us. Um, who else wants to talk about Thursday night? Well, I think you guys picked an awesome spot right next to the pit road. So you did an awesome job, even though I wasn't there. Kudos <laughs> to the team. Thank you. That was actually the second spot we wanted, uh, which I think worked out better than the first spot we wanted. 
I think you're right. Yeah, the view was great. Right. Yeah, that spot was very good. Can we yeah. uh, talk about our alleged uh, track spotting activities, or? Uh, they're alleged, so sure. Well, I guess. Well, we found some really cool pictures on Facebook of some people who <laughs> appeared to have taken some night photography of the track, and we don't know who they were, but they looked pretty cool. Those were great photos that we found online from every turn of the track with the stars lit up. Very and, important uh, to know the turns and get familiar with them in all conditions. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Even if you do cartwheels through the turns. Well, some but people we... spin out. Some people do cartwheels. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, we did see the International Space Station fly over. Although I don't think Nick, Dylan, and Matt, you guys were there for that yet. We were. I not. don't recall that being mentioned. Yeah, that was fun. But um, the last thing about Thursday, guys, is we had some fun on a dirt bike. Almost too much fun. Dylan got it running. He was trying to do wheelies, and we got <laughs> politely asked that, hey, we're trying to sleep over here. Wasn't that was that Friday night or was that Thursday night? I thought it was Thursday that, night. No, that was Friday. You were putting it off Friday. the limiter immediately out of the trailer Thursday night. That's that was right. that oh. was fun. And then Dylan started riding around, and I think it was you, me, the chef, Nick, and Dylan just riding the dirt bike up and down the pit pit road, trying to get him to do uh, wheelies. And I think that was the general theme for the entire weekend. That's right. I, that I did is... kind of perfect the uh, mini bike wheelie by. Uh, Friday evening, so. <laughs> Putting on quite a show. Trying to. Well, so then we roll into Friday, and that's where the real racing starts. That's where things start to get serious. Um, Friday was great. We uh, And guys, jump in here uh, as I ro roll us along here. We uh, did some final touches on the car. We roll it up through tech, and Friday was a test and tune. So, um, Sam, you had quite a few laps already at pit race, but how'd the test and tune go for you? It went pretty well. Um, I think I got down to uh, a 213 with the car, which is uh, pretty comparable to the E30 I'm normally out there in. Um, definitely interesting getting into a front-wheel drive car for the first time and trying to race it on the track. There's, uh, when people say it, it pushes, it definitely pushes. It's got to learn a different line than a you know, rear-wheel, rear-happy rear, uh, E30. So, um, but I got accustomed to it really quickly. Um, first time with the, the Garmin Catalyst as well. Um, as a track tool, I think I thought it was really awesome using it. Um, and then looking at some of the opportunities it offers you afterwards was, was really awesome. So. Yeah. And were you surprised by the Neon? I think so. Yeah. Um, definitely really loose of a car. I think it's like the loosest race car I've actually driven because I'm compared to being a lot stiffer. Um, but yeah, I was I was really happily surprised with it. Cool. And Andy, that was your first time at pit race. What were your impressions? Scared the living heck out of me coming up over those blind spots. Um, <laughs> you had to have a lot of faith coming over those, making sure there was nothing on the other end. But you you didn't you couldn't make sure anything was on the other side. I mean, if there's going to be something there, you're going to hit it. Uh, but yeah, it was a little freaky uh, driving a streetcar out there and uh, coming up over those blind spots. But uh, once I got into the track, I absolutely loved it. And, uh, and, and you know, and to go with what Sam said, 
when we were back in the S's with that neon, there was nothing that ran away from me in the S's. I was able to hang with everything there. Matter of fact, quite a few cars I was able to gain on them in the S's. We just lost the horsepower race uh, and torque race uh, coming out of some of the you know the hills. But uh, I, I was totally happy with the, the way the neon is, and we could just make it better. Matt, what what about you? You've only had a C5, which is a Miata, if I recall correctly, out of the <laughs> track before. What did you think about having a front-wheel drive Neon? So my front-wheel drive experience is very limited, mostly to Joe's GTI and Autocross, and that's pretty much it. And because, I don't know, big rear-wheel drive guy, I guess. Um, driving the Neon was very interesting. This is my first real fully gutted, caged, nothing race car I've ever really driven on track, and it was amazing. I mean, practice day, I was a little nervous because, you know, we had a couple guys out there with me. It's my first wheel-to-wheel race, all that, you know, fun stuff. So I was mostly looking in my mirrors the whole time and feeling the car out and just having a blast. Um, and fortunately enough, Andy threw me the keys to his GT500 and got, got out there on track, which is a lot different than... The vet definitely, I don't know, 500 more horsepower, 300 more horsepower than the vet, and it was a lot of fun on track. But overall, I mean, I mean, I'd like to be out there in a rear-wheel drive car, but I won't complain if, if I'm in the neon ever again. <laughs> Good, Andy. What was it like having your Shelby on track? You know, that that was the one that scared the heck out of me coming up over those, uh, those uh, hills, uh, because you know, last thing you want to do is, is wreck your street car. Uh, on a track just out there having fun. So I, I normally run it at about 80%, but uh, that's the fifth track day I've had that car on in the last year and a half. And and I and I think this may be one of my new favorite tracks. I mean, I've, I've driven mid-Ohio, the wheels off the car, but um, setting up through all the S's and the curves in this on this car, uh, on that track was just so much fun. But uh, the Shelby is just... Uh, a brute and as you guys all know that drove it it's a little on the heavier side when you're used to throwing around the neon at half the weight and and only what the gosh what do we got <laughs> seven an, an eighth an eighth of the horsepower <laughs> yeah uh but uh i mean the shelby was a blast i i had a lot of fun with it out there so how did it feel for uh bill andy and matthew switching back and forth between the neon and the shelby so quickly it, it, you know, it's an easily adaptation. I mean, it, you, you, you know, you race what you bring, you know, and you just get the most out of everything you can. You know, in the Shelby's case, last thing I want to do is go off tracking with the carbon fiber wheels. You know, so I, I take it easy, a little bit easier on the corners and just lay it out on the straights. Uh, and then we do just the opposite with, uh, with uh, excuse me one second, uh, the neon, I mean, we just take the neon and drive it into the corner as hard as we could get it. And if you ask Matthew, he, he found that limit. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, you don't know the limit to the car until you push it to its limit. And uh, I just kept inching the neon up and inching it up and inching it up. And uh, I got two wheels right on the, on the edge one time, too, you know, coming a little too hot in the corner. And when I dived down to pass that Miata in turn one, I mean, I used every bit of everything that track had and, and then some, but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's an awesome track with the elevation changes and that. And, and you have that at mid Ohio, but not to the same extent. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so that wraps up our crew or our drivers. So you had me, Andy, Matt, and Sam in the car. Now let's talk about the crew on Friday. And we have the chef. Joe, you weren't there yet, but Nick and Dylan, you were there. And uh, what did you guys think about your first your first champ car, uh, you know, teching, test and tune? Um, what did you think about your first day at, uh, at a champ car race? Well, I've done a couple of champ races out of pit, and uh, I was surprised to see that the Neon only needed a little bit of work to pass tech. Just a couple of bolts, I believe, and... Uh, Otherwise, everything was good. Yeah, that was uh, probably one of the biggest the other thing I was worried about as opposed to getting a parking spot in the paddock was uh, what what would go through tech. And I was watching the cars ahead of me go through. And at one point, one of the champ car guys said, do you have a question? And I said, I'm just observing, trying to learn. And once I said that, then they started interacting with me a little bit more, showing me some of the things that they were looking at on the other cars. And when ours came in, yeah, a couple bolts, and we had to wrap some electrical tape over a positive connector on the uh, the cutoff. But everything else worked great. The the Wednesday night crew, as I call you guys, did an awesome job getting the car ready. Um, it was fun. And uh, on Friday, we went karting. So, Nick, why don't you uh, talk about your karting experience? Oh, boy. Karting was fun. Um, yeah. That was my first time on the karting track, and we kind of conned the other friends that we made at the track into doing a rolling grid for one of our two races. Um, the second race, we had a, a bit of a miscommunication, but the first race, we all got up and got on top of each other, and we had the uh, the workers give us a green flag at the start-finish line to start our race in an actual grid rather than just pulling out of the pits and going as we go. Um, so that was really fun. It was cool getting... A start like that and we ran pretty close for a lot of it i know race two i was all over bill we trying to find a pass that did not exist no and for those of you that don't know so pit race has a north track and a south track and then the combined track and that's what champ carp is running on that's the big car track and then they have an awesome i think it's a 0.7 or 0.8 mile uh elevation based um or natural terrain-based karting track, and these rental carts are pretty fun and quick. Um, yeah, wouldn't you say, Dylan? I would say so. Definitely felt, compared to uh, the local carts in Cleveland, they definitely seemed a lot faster, and you know, it is entertaining when you actually get to use the brakes on them and not just go wide open around the whole track. Mm-hmm. And I will say, too, You were hitting the brakes? Brakes. I haven't too slow. Uh, Matthew, 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 Brian Blatt decided to join us. Oh, man. About How time. Wow. Uh, Late I'm as finally always. here. Uh, multiple technical difficulties, but we're here. So mm. let the excuses fly. Excuses. Well, I'm sorry I didn't get to race with all of you guys since I had other things, other responsibilities that evening. Yeah, That's we're going right. to... 
we're going to get to that. Uh, now, well, Bill, you mentioned the, one of the best things about Friday, and I think the biscuits on Friday morning for for, for biscuits and gravy was the highlight oh, of the man. day. Yes. Waking Very up good. to a cold morning, seeing the track, and having biscuits and gravy trackside was probably one of the highlights. Yeah, so for the listeners that don't know, uh, we uh, at Nelson Ledges, we hired the chef, and we, we hired him again for this champ car race to be our chef and to have uh, some delicious meals ready for the drivers and crew all weekend long. Um, but, Brian, that's not all you do while you're at the track. You also organize the potluck. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about the potluck, what's involved, and who was involved in this particular one? I think he's muted. I'm working on it. I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you want me to come um, back to you and concentrate? No, we're good. We're good. I got you off mute. Um, so I organized a potluck for all of the uh, all of the participants at Champ Race uh, for the crew that actually runs Champ Race, the Champ Race crew, as well as all of our competitors. Um, we put up a Google Sheet so that everybody could sign up with what they were going to bring. And we had lots of uh, we had lots of meat. Um, meat was the uh, the star of this potluck. Um, I brought the smoker. We did uh, 30 pounds of brisket, 15 pounds of tri-tip, two beer can chickens, and four pork tenderloins. We also had uh, some people brought us uh, fried chicken. We had uh, cheese dip and nachos we had uh mac and cheese and uh, i think we fed a couple hundred people all together i don't recall i heard that mac try any of this mac and cheese i heard, <laughs> I heard it was bussing <laughs> uh, during the event i did attempt to remove my uh, index finger but uh you know it's all healing up i'm i'm doing all right <laughs> yeah, so this is crazy stuff. So Brian rolls in Thursday with uh, his truck packed to the gills of everything that we need for the weekend. And also, in addition to that, has a trailer with a 280-gallon tank that's converted into a smoker. Talk about uh, flexing. Awesome. Well, Brian, it was a hit. It was a hit of the uh, the weekend. You got a uh, standing ovation because everybody was already standing, but they clapped for you uh, at the driver's meeting Sunday morning. Everyone was super happy you were there and really, uh, really happy with the way the potluck went. So nice job. Uh, thank you. Um, I always enjoy going and hanging out with whoever I'm with and all the other teams and getting to know everybody. For sure. Now, one of the great things about being at a Champ Car Endurance Race weekend and you're in the paddock and you're in the pits all weekend is after everything quiets down, everyone's had their dinner. Um, this was actually kind of a quiet one uh, for us, but we found a, uh, I think you commandeered a, a golf cart and we had Andy's Razor and we went and tried to find people who were up working and the chef was making some peanut butter and jelly shots and we were going around and meeting some friends, but probably the... I don't want to say the most fun ones, but the most engaging ones were the karting families that were there for the double weekend. Yeah, there was a bunch of kart uh, kids doing karting um, uh, on the track with their actual professional karts. A uh, little bit uh, faster than what you guys were driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, that's how, that's how we take care of all of our competitors, man. We, we get them so they can't drive in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> we, we were not the quiet neighbors, that's for sure. We were definitely those people. Excuse me, gentlemen, can you please stop doing uh, bur burnouts? <laughs> can, can we stop doing burnouts and wheelies at uh, at one o'clock in the morning? I'm trying to sleep in my camper. Hey, that <laughs> I don't think it was like that nine o'clock. That was like nine o'clock. If it's too early, you're too old. It actually was really <laughs> early because I I remember standing there after being soaked for hours, and I just looked at my phone and I was like, man, it really feels like eleven o'clock, and I'm like, oh my god, it's only eight <laughs> fifteen. And then at that point, I knew that we were in some trouble. I think my favorite was rolling up. Uh, I think my favorite was rolling up to those guys who were doing the. All right, one of us is going first. Brian, you're going. <laughs> I was gonna say, even with all the weather we had, it was uh, still a better uh, later event than uh, the first race at Nelson. When the storm rolled through there. Oh yeah, that was another bad, bad storm. But uh, what were you gonna say, Nick? Oh, I was going to say with our uh, travels that we made, I think my favorite were the uh, gentlemen who were doing, I believe it was an oil pump on the Civic. <laughs> and we roll up, music blasting, cooler full of beer, shots on deck. What's up, guys? How's it going? And the dude underneath the car just is not having it, which is very understandable. But we brought all this energy. Like, you want to do a shot? No. Well, then he ended up doing one. The whole crew yeah, he did. was. I, yeah, the whole crew did. One. I think it was this kid that came up to us at first and was, didn't know what to say. And then we go across the way to the BMW, figuring out the kill switch issue. We made some stupid joke of, "Oh, we've been there, done that with the kill switch thing." And yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Who and then uh, they 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 did a shot. Mm. And then we go back. The kid, I guess, the kid's dad or. The, Sent him across the way to get us to do a shot, with or to give him a shot. Oh yeah. So while he was under the car doing the oil pump, I think so. That car did make a triumphant return Sunday morning, but was plagued with issues similar to ours. Yeah, I think everybody was. We we had issues. Hey, we're not getting to issues yet. What issues? I uh, Dude, wait. Issues? It's Friday night. We're good. It's not that kind of podcast. We don't talk about issues. Oh okay. I got some. I, I got some tissues the, uh, over here if you need them. <laughs> Wait, this is it. My therapy session. Where am I? <laughs> Hi, oh, Joe. Geez. So, anything else on Friday that we want to talk about? Anything fun? Anything? Uh, I don't think we can incriminate ourselves anymore. I think it was a good introduction a to the weekend. Yeah. I got a real hey. kick out of taking pictures. Uh, I spent some time up on various hills that overlook pit race, taking pictures of the couple cars that were doing the open lapping sessions, and made a couple friends with those pictures, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I got I got to tell you guys, the one thing that always happens when I go to a race weekend is I don't get enough photos or videos, and having all of you take pictures, take videos, and then Sam, you you set up the Google link, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that was awesome. And, and guys, thanks for taking so many great pictures. And so my wife has never gone to a race. And, uh, you know, she always asks, okay, what did you do this weekend? I'm like, I don't know. We went around the track. But 
I casted these, I casted these pictures and we watched them and she's like, Oh my gosh, I could see you smiling. It looks like you're having a good time. Um, she loved the picture of, uh, Sam and Matt all cuddled up in the blue, uh, tarp there. I think we're, <laughs> that's going to be our Christmas card. Cuddling I think it should warm. be. That's it amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- no, I want but now you guys- the picture of you with your helmet on that says, mom says it's my turn to drive the neon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that one. Yeah. But no, guys, thanks for for pitching in and and capturing all the moments that make the weekend uh, what it is. Special, frustrating, fun, rewarding. Frustrating? Never. Never. What was frustrating? Um, Idlers breaking? The rain. That's the only thing I found frustrating. Finding a three-drop puller. Every time Bill goes on the track, he has to come off. (laughs) This is right. The rain was an absolute killer. That was for sure. I mean, I've been wet with work and everything, and it's not that bad. And then you just are the just staying wet for that amount of time when the rain's coming down. And then you, you know, even when you're underneath a cover with all the rain running down, you're still getting wet. It's just like never ending. You're just cold and wet, and you know, you I go to bed wet, wet and you wake up wet, and everything smells now. And oh yeah. yeah, it's no different than like swimming. Just you're swimming in a you're just swimming in you're just swimming in a race suit. That's all. I, I do well, that's why you bring multiple race suits. Neon, fixing the exhaust when Bill emptied the canopy onto the tarp I was laying on. I think we lost Dylan. Oh, can you hear me? Also? What? He's off the team. <laughs> I just messed with you, Dylan. I apologize profusely on Saturday morning, Sunday oh, morning for you that. You did, and that was um, it was okay, but we did get the exhaust fixed until someone unfortunately. Uh, scrub the grass a little bit and rip the repair off. Who could have done that? I don't know, but I don't think the car Which time long enough to uh, cause an exhaust issue. Mm. Well, let's so let's roll into Saturday's race. So uh, we had a great Friday night uh, going through the paddock, meeting everybody, um, making friends. So we roll up to grid on uh, on Saturday. We were not late to grid. Uh, we got the car ready to go, and uh, Sam, you took the car out first. How did the first part of your race go? Um, a lot, a lot of yellows. Um, <laughs> the, the the first part of the race went well, uh, fighting through some traffic, and then you know everyone's congested up, and then obviously there's some some faster cars in the neon out there, so you gotta watch out for guys diving up the inside. Um, Champ car has definitely gotten very aggressive in the last couple of years with people getting faster, so. It's interesting dodging that, but then eventually those people, uh, they, they like to wreck, and then yellows go out, and uh, I had my first uh, pink, the pink, right, th- mm-hmm. uh, 35 mile an hour flag ever in like four years of racing, so I was like, this is a new flag, is this like a champ car thing, is this normal, um, so that was interesting going around the track like that, um, and there's even some, in- there's a, uh, coming out of that, apparently, even even for a young guy, a lot of the older guys, older racers didn't realize what a 35 mile an hour flag was, and then going to a, a standing yellow after that because people just started to take off and go into turn two and try and outbreak each other coming out of that. So that was interesting. Um, but the the car held together well for for one stint, and uh, with all those yellows, we get, we got a good first pit stop. Um, we timed it up really well, uh, catching the end of a double, the end pretty much the end of the yellows. Um, for early on in the day and getting uh, getting mad in the car next. Yeah, so uh, I got to tell you, hats off to the crew because one of the things we wanted to do Friday during the test and tune was do some practice pit stops. 
get the car in, get a driver out, get a driver in, and then go get everyone familiar with you know staging and everything. We didn't really have a chance to do that because of tech, and we were jumping back and forth between some cars, having some fun on track. But you guys as a crew, you nailed it because we have five minutes when we have a, a refueling stop. And when I checked the egg timer, we still had a minute left after all the work was complete. So hats off to you guys. Well done. I believe that's everything. So we did fuel, driver, tire pressures. I think we checked the lug nuts once, but we did not swap tires. Yeah. At all. So I mean, it was a, it was a lot of stuff. But yeah, that was pretty good. It was orchestrated and uh, good job. What were you gonna say, Brian? Okay, I think we changed what two front tires because they got corded, and then on Sunday we did um, two rears. I think I we mean, did all four. More, obviously, if we had more race time, but um, the rain had other plans. Yeah. We did one of those rears so four Sam... times. Yeah. We did <laughs> well, that's that's part of the dynamic uh, camber that we invented for the car. So hey, don't Sam... be giving away trade secrets. <laughs> No one listens deal, anyways. I still have a deal cooking up with the Mercedes engineers on the F1 team. <laughs> so, Sam, you handed off to Andy. and uh... I think it was to me. Oh, was it I to was you, Matt? I was second one out. Yeah. Matt oh, okay. Second. All right. So, Matt, your first time in Champ Car. Uh, tell us about your experience. Um, unbelievable. It was... I mean, I've done HPD stuff, so it's it's nothing as, you know, I'm trying to drive my car home. I'm not trying to go for records, all this stuff. But, it, I mean, it is it is just insane to get in, the, get in the car and do the wheel-to-wheel stuff to where these guys are out here. They're being aggressive. They're, you know, it, they look really close, but I'm sure they're probably not that close. Um, there's a couple instances. I, I think it was lap nine. I had some traffic behind me. And I got nervous. There's a car in front of me. I went wide, put it up on the curbing. Car came around and just spun and tapped the wall. I'm, I got to mess with the Garmin a bit more and get that footage. I'd be a little bit interested, interesting to see that. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, my session was pretty clear. I learning all the flags, learning all the, um, you know, just the dynamic of driving wheel to wheel is a lot different. And it is... I mean, Bill, you said it perfectly. You get out there and you're like, man, this is insane. And then you, you're starting to realize, oh, man, I've been out there for a while. One more lap, one more lap, one more lap. I mean, I, I didn't, if I, if it didn't start sputtering and spitting towards the end, I was like, I was, uh, you know, low on fuel. I was, I wanted to go more. Just the car did not have any more, physically did not have any more in it. And uh, Sam did a great job coaching me. Same with Nick and, Joe and all the and you know everyone on the team did a great job you know crewing talking me through the headset all this stuff and I, I funny you know our little hundred horsepower neon ran faster than I ran in my vet at pit race and it was it was great I I was doing a lot I, I was driving a lot harder but it was great I thought yeah that's great so then when your stint was over and we were getting about um, well I think Sam you you probably went pretty close to the the two hours because of all the yellows, right? Correct. We, uh, I think we came in about 145. We're maybe pushing a little bit. I'm um, trying to time it up with the yellows, but yeah. All right, Matt, you had just about the same amount of time in the car. Um, loosely, I think maybe a little less just because of fueling. Yeah. So. And that reminds me. This morning, I was thinking about this. Where did the pit notes end up? Did anyone know? I think they're in the trailer. That'd be a good place. I will check there. I want to see that.
So, uh, Matt, you pulled in and uh, handed the, the car over to Andy. I sure did. And uh, we lost Dylan. So, uh, Andy, jumping in, pit stop, away you went. How did your uh, your Saturday drive go? Oh, my, it was awesome until it started to rain. Um, but I, I had rain, if I remember right, we had rain pretty much sprinkling the whole time I was out there. Mm -hmm. But the, the groove in the track was always dry, you know, just because you had 80 cars running on it all the time. Um, and uh, I was just absolutely loving it and trying everything I could to, to get ahead of some of the cars. Like I said, coming out of uh, Thunder Valley or whatever we call that all the way in the back there, we just lacked so much torque and horsepower coming up that hill. Every car I made advances on, I lost four, five, six uh, uh, car lengths to them coming up that hill. And so I was starting to do second gear downshifts in there and tried everything just to make sure I tried to carry as much speed up there as I could. And then, uh, then the rain started and uh, cars were being a little bit stupid. And if I remember right, I think the last eight, nine, ten laps was all under yellow till they finally called the, the, car, the race under red. But uh, one of the scariest parts of that, when I was running down the, the back straight or last straight, you have that little kink to the left, then you have to do that little kink to the right and then square up and nail your brakes to hit the, hit the U-turn right there. I come right before that little kink to the right, I felt the car just literally lift off the ground and I was hydroplaning. And you're doing roughly about 100 miles an hour right there. And that's a scary feeling because you don't know when she's gonna settle down where you could hit the brakes. Luckily I was able to settle it, you know, get it settled down and brake hard enough where I kind of went through that corner sideways. But that, that was the end of me doing 100 on the back straight in the rain. <laughs> and, uh, and then we, we cut it back to everything was about 80%. Then it rained even harder. There was five or six spots on the track uh, that uh, was, uh, I was talking to Nick on the radio and telling him where they were, because uh, you were gonna go out, Bill. And uh, and uh, there were, four, like I said, four or five spots, you just hydroplane, and coming up out of turn one all the way up the, that uh, hill, you couldn't get any speed because you're just spinning the tires. Mm -hmm. so it, was a, it was a ball of fun until the rain happened. And uh, I thought the car did, for, for the little amount of track time we have on it, really dialing it in, it, it did phenomenally well. Yeah. And I took another yellow and handed it off the bill. Yeah, and then I did, uh, I think, nothing but yellow laps for a few minutes, and they brought us in, red flagged, and then said, hey, it's going to be a while, and then canceled the race. So it was uh, disappointing. But Andy, to echo what you said, it, 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 it well, it was the right call. And like you said, Andy, yeah, so many spots where you're either hydroplaning, the wheels are spinning, um, just it wasn't safe. As soon as they throw a green, somebody would was off. So, so that ended our Saturday. Oh, and then we worked on the car in the rain, and Dylan got very wet. I did get very uh, wet. <laughs> we appreciate everything the crew did. So, what? Gosh, what did we do? Nut and bolt the car, fix the exhaust. Oil change. Oil, Oil change. change. And we uh, ate dinner. Tightened some axle nuts. We did do that. Yeah, that was fun. Yep, tightened up some axle nuts. The chef made pizza, right, chef? That's right. That's that right. We had uh, we had pizza all night long. We made yeah. pizzas. <laughs> they just kept pizzas. coming. <laughs> yeah, they did. 
Those pizzas made my coat, too. What was that, Nick? I said those that pizza oven made my coat, too. There was a, a bit of a casualty. Oh, it did, yeah. That's right. You're no longer an ambassador for Subaru. Uh, nope. <laughs> it's probably a good thing. I'm now a Dodge Neon guy. <laughs> the jacket just says Subaru Ambassador. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, Neon, Bug Eye, they're basically the same. Yeah, might as well. The headlights are the same. About as fast, too. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, by the time we all turned in on Saturday night, it was still raining, wasn't it? It was uh, uh, drizzle. It drizzled, yeah. We walked around a little bit later at night, and it was a little drizzling, but I don't take those looking or anything. I, I had to take those who had too many milkshakes that evening to on a walk so they didn't wake you guys up. Sucker them all out before they went to bed. Uh. Hey, you leave me out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. no milkshakes were had that, that weekend. We have, we have, we have another hashtag. <laughs> Too many milkshakes. <laughs> no milk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a good one. We did, I forgot about that. That was Sunday, right? That was Sunday. We'll get no, there. No, we'll that, was, there. That, that was Saturday in the rain. Oh, my God. It was Saturday. It was Saturday because we got bored. All right, so that's right. So let's talk about that, Joe. Why don't you, uh, why don't you talk about that, Joe? Oh boy. Okay, here we go. So I'll have to stop playing darts in my basement. Um, oh jeez. So I'm not even paying attention. Who went? We got stopped. Everyone was out of the car. I think Bill was in the car, and we pulled him out. Everyone was putting tarps on their cars and everything like that. So who went to use the restroom? I think it was Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where we were, where we were pitted, we had probably ten steps at most to get to this porta potty. Nick goes into the bathroom, and I say, "Hey, grab me some zip ties. I'm gonna lock them into the bathroom." I think Bill said it. We we yeah. we jokingly said, "Let's go push it over," and Bill goes, "Let's put some zip ties on it." Yeah. So I go and put some zip ties on it, and I and Matt tells me to tighten it just so he'll be able to open the door barely. <laughs> and then he opens it up, and he just looks at me like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, absolutely not. And I walk away. All I will guys... see is this phone camera. <laughs> <laughs> so the guys, uh, both pit boxes next to us, so the ones that we were sharing an awning with and then the ones right next to them, who were streaming F1 all weekend, which was fantastic, uh, they saw what was happening and started filming as well, and then just saw a door fly open and a foot go like right after it. And then I booted that Nick. thing open. <laughs> so, so that I think immediately put everyone's guard up. I fell victim next with two zip ties. Yes. Yeah, you uh, shouldn't have I, went next. We're and that was a Sam. That was. That was a mistake. I heard no. two zip ties start zippering, and I was like, Ah, damn it. Yeah, Joe, you uh, you went in there, and I said, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, we should get Joe, and I'm like, no, let's really go get him. So we zip tied you in there too. That was a that was a mistake on your end. And you gave me too. So then I gave it a good shove after I heard it. I was like, well, I'm really gonna have to do it. Gave it a good shove. Nothing happened. Turned around and gave it a donkey kick, and then everyone went, oh. So As the that was, that was good. Hinges. Exactly. You, you and then. Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say you can't forget that Nick had a great opportunity to buy some tires in the bathroom too. He did. He did. There was an From advertisement. The sa- there was an advertisement for some. Yeah, they're uh, selling AO52s in there. 
There you go. That was perfect. And I think we spooked Bill enough to the fact that he took the long way to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but I this think after I think after being wet and Bill losing out on probably an hour and forty six minutes of his session, <laughs> uh, I don't think that we wanted to zipper him into a into a stinky porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, guys. At least he would have stayed dry in there. <laughs> That's yeah, true. That's very true. But yeah, that's uh, por- hashtag porta potty zip ties coming to a uh, trackside near you. We are going to officially hashtag that. I'm in. So now we're in the Sunday, and uh, the the clouds cleared, the skies cleared. I should say the clouds parted. We had nice weather to start the race, and thankfully, since I was shorted on seat time Saturday, unplanned, but I was the first. Well, it was planned. Uh, I was the first driver out on Sunday and uh, took the green car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I take the green and uh, you know, when we, when we started on Sunday, we started towards the back of the pack, the way the pill draw worked. Um, And uh, I'll tell you, a couple of the cars behind me got the green call first and boy, did they, you know, a couple of those big horsepower cars just boom. So chase some of them. Um, and uh, first few laps, great. Car was handling great. Car was quick. Um, hanging with a, a good group of cars going back and forth on some some um, some um, passes. But as I'm driving, I, I notice the car is starting to lose power, especially up the inclines. I thought, man, this is not good. What's going on? You know, so you start double, you know, my, did I choose the wrong gear? What's going on? Why are the RPMs not where they need to be? Why am I, you know, last lap I was holding with this guy. This lap I'm not. Next lap he's pulling even further away or she's pulling further away. Uh, so I forget how far I was into the, maybe it was 30 minutes. 30 and, minutes, yeah. And uh, I'm just coming uh, almost onto the front stretch and I see smoke inside the car. And it's too late to pull in the pit in. So I radio you guys and said, next lap, I'm coming in. I see smoke in the car. We had saw and, smoke uh, on the downshift as you came by as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was at the uh, scoring building watching you go around. And the first time you went around, I was, you know, car never made a puff all weekend long. And then um, I'm sitting up there watching from the corner. And I just see you come around the corner there. And I just see one puff of blue. And then I just hear you accelerate all the way through. And on that upshift again another big puff of blue. I'm like, oh, the thing must be starting to burn oil a little bit. And then that was all she wrote. Yeah. And I made it down into, uh, down at the bottom of the hill and did not make it back up. It just conked right out. So, uh, that was a very sad radio call of, oh, I'm, uh, I'm at the bottom of the hill. What do you mean you're at the bottom of the hill? Uh, it, it's not going anymore. I see smoke. I see water, oil, whatever. It's not looking good. We were not yeah. optimistic. We so, all uh, were sure you threw a rod. So yep. was I. That made so me extraordinarily was I. nervous, given the Why? fact that I was the one doing the oil change, and I made jokes all morning about, oh, hope I tighten the drain plug. <laughs> Joe was <laughs> and then I, as I, a mouse. I, me, as, as soon as that radio call came in, it was silent from Joe. For the <laughs> first the time car... in my entire life, I think. Man, we should get you doing oil changes more often. <laughs> Keep them quiet. This is how you buy Joe's yeah. silence. My silence, $8,000 or blowing up a car. It's my fault. <laughs> so the uh, 
uh, the safety crew comes over and, and do they ask if I'm okay? No. Uh, they look underneath the car and uh, poke their head in and said, uh, there's a lot of oil under there. We're not going to pull you around. We're going to put you on a tow truck and a flatbed and we'll get you over there. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I got a hole in the block or Joe left the drain plug loose. Those are my two thoughts. Uh, but we get it back and what do we find, guys? Head gasket. And no coolant. Head gasket. And no coolant in it. We yeah. go and tell really Bill to crank it. and mulling mix of oil and coolant. Yep. Um, I'd like a little stinky. Uh, cam was hungry. We see a bunch of oil pushed out of the PCV all over the engine bay. We have Bill crank it over, and it's just huffing out of the radiator cap. We go, okay, well, head gasket's blown, and we all kind of sat there silent for a minute. And I'd like to give Matthew a lot of look- credit here uh, because we were all looking at each other kind of with our hands in our pants, and Matthew goes, well, let's go do a head gasket, and then like clockwork, everyone springs into action. And uh, we've got people making calls to auto parts stores, people running to get parts, uh, people tearing the engine down. But Matthew is really the uh, pendulum for that motion. Yeah, good job, Matt. And you guys did. Everybody sprung into action. Uh, So Andy and Joe, you guys uh, chose a fast car to get over to the parts stores. Did you break any laws on the way there? That never happens. Is my lawyer present? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get these parts quickly. Uh, but yeah, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put a Jimmy John's topper on the GT500. <laughs> ah, there you go. Funny. Do those? But no, everybody. Fiber? I don't think so. <laughs> put some Velcro on it. Velcro. <laughs> Magnets. How do those work? I didn't eat any this weekend. I don't want to hear anything bad about Velcro. That's a fantastic idea. <laughs> Still holding on after this weekend, isn't it, Joe? It absolutely is, after yeah, 120 I, miles an hour. Anyway, that's what task I at hand. Task at hand. All right, so you guys, though, two guys left to go get parts. And um, so what at the parts store, what were you guys doing? Just piling stuff on the counter? Because we kept calling and saying, hey, grab this, grab that. That's uh, That's pretty much exactly how it happened uh <laughs> i got a call from well dylan gave me a list to leave with and that list grew exponentially as i was rolling through the uh rolling through the aisles at uh advanced auto and uh we looked for like a uh, a head gasket up kit and the guy didn't know what we were talking about and uh well, grind some, kit. yeah that was that was a little difficult but we we had the head gasket. We looked for an engine mount. We got that call a little bit later. Didn't have one. Uh, a lot of parts that needed to be ordered. I said, well, what do you have now? He said, uh, nothing. I go, okay. <laughs> um, uh, but we left with pretty much everything that we needed to make it happen. Uh, the list was very, very long. And we also left with uh, two chocolate bars as well for Mr. Andy Piffick. So that was delicious. Uh, no, we went over to AutoZone, too. Yep, yeah. that, too. Yeah, we picked up something at AutoZone. I don't remember what. I think the funniest thing with calling Joe is the fact that... <coughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Oh, he's muted his microphone. He's done. Brian. Nice knowing you. <laughs> that was it. Oh, I say the, um, the funniest thing is that, you know, I would say to Bill, hey, you know, Bill would say, hey, we need this or we need this or whatever. So I would call Joe 
And as I'm on the phone with Joe, Joe'd say, hold on a minute. And he looks up, yep, Bill just texted me. Or um, I'd call Joe, hey, we need this. Yeah, I know, Bill just called me. And, it, and we were like five feet apart, but I had no idea, we had no idea that we were going back and forth. So, Just goes to show you how on it Bill is 100% of the time. Always. He needs to be. Oh, bye, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Brian's having a heart attack, and Dylan just drops off the face of the earth. <laughs> his, three, but, uh, his 386 computer can't keep up. A <laughs> <laughs> John Deere 8150 computer or something. It's just, he's got a giant inline six, like 15 liter diesel engine running it. I hear, his I hear it screaming from Willowick. <laughs> it probably only works in the service truck, so he's just sitting in his apartment, just idling the service truck on his laptop. <laughs> Are there being jokes made at my expense? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, We're talking never. about how good your computer is. Oh, no, I'm actually on my phone. Uh, it just keeps crashing, so I had to oh. leave and come oh, back. Okay. Well, hopefully that won't crash. Yeah, unfortunately, my my computer was one that was very quiet, and that was my work computer, too. So, Oh, there you go. Oh. You sound great now, Dylan. Well, good. That's yeah, my don't beat. Crash. Don't crash like Matt. <laughs> hey. Whoa. Mine was Or Andy. You're only crashing if you're driving hard. How many oh, four-offs did you have, call. Sam? Uh, more than that. <laughs> More than a handful. That was my I had favorite one... call from Sam is just like, oh, like how's it going out there? Ah, oh, a couple four wheel offs, nothing major. Like, huh? <laughs> what I was expecting. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like it's not like I ran it in the guardrail or anything. It's just you know, turn three. Who did that? Go... Wait, what? I didn't. Just the right front. Right, right. right just right. a little scuff. Uh, yeah, but like turn turn three, four off. You know, it's a little wide. It's fine. It's just a little grass in the car. It comes off That's after fine. the next lap, and then you All right. fast again. Exactly. So we get the head gasket done, long story short, as we get right. sidetracked a million times. Right, but... yeah, everyone doing a million jobs. I'm pulling yeah. the battery in the intake. You know, we start putting Nick gets off the head, doing the, then we, you know, sand it all down, got all our stuff together, and uh, threw it back on. And three, We also three have to mention holder. how quickly that went. Three, three and, and a half, half hours. hours. Three and a half hours. Yeah. Yep. And that's three and a half hours from the car coming off the track on the tow truck to Bill turning laps again. Yeah, you know what, and that, and that was a pain in the ass head gasket. The, you know, when it comes to doing head gaskets, I don't think they could have put more crap in the way to do that one. That, yeah. that oh, it was pain. ridiculous. Man, Andy, you should try working on a Subaru sometime. Or Porsche. Or Porsche. Yeah, Porsche. Do not I get agree. me started. I will say, too, we ran into some drama there with the uh, crank pulley that was in the way of the timing cover that had to come off, and then we uh, had to scavenge for a three-jaw puller. Then we managed to break the three-jaw puller off in the crank and had to fish it out with uh, compressed air, thanks to Bill. Uh, yep. Thanks to Bill for coming oh. up with a compressed air idea. Thanks, that was uh, Sam. Thanks to Bill for breaking False. it off. Well, <laughs> we also cannot forget yeah. about Joe and all of his pain when uh, when Joe and I went to pull the exhaust manifold on, and I'm like, okay, Joe, I'll get the ones on top, you get the ones on the bottom. And I have gloves on, I just look at Joe from the bottom, and he just puts both his hands right on the heat wrap, and is just moving his hands, and he'd stop him, and I'm like, Joe, Aww. you can't do that. So I'm pretty sure for the next like week, Joe just had severe hand pain of fiberglass. Uh, it's still there. Uh, tried to use duct tape to pull it all out, and it's still in there. Oh, that's a bummer. Pretty sure my hand's gonna fall off. 
It's fine. <laughs> you can you can be like that uh, drifter guy that drifts with his feet. Oh hell yeah! Sympathy I, I amputation. I'll give Bill credit because I've actually maybe I mean I'm might just be dumb and not know this, but uh, the whole well. uh, the whole tank in the trailer with the airline connected to it, I thought that was really neat without having an actual compressor. That was all nitrogen too. There you go. Oh, we have all Toyota tires. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that summer nitrogen or winter nitrogen? Well, you know it's fall actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, the fall but it's pumpkin spice nitrogen. Well, that's why that, that <laughs> feed me to it. <laughs> oh man. So, yeah. I, mean, I I think the team did a great job and getting the car back out there. Bill, finally, you know, we were all kind of talking about it. Me and Sam especially was like, well, who's driving next? And we kind of made the decision. I think Bill was all for it too, going out there for his for his session to make up for lost time of yet on Saturday. Yeah, so I appreciate the guys. I I think I got another forty or forty five minutes of seat time. I was short shifting it, using fifth gear, which um, just to keep the revs down, just baby it a, a little bit, and uh, was getting faster and faster, and then came in and handed it off to you, Matt. Yeah, and. Uh... I don't want to be that guy, but I was. I, I I think Nick and I were telling you to rev it out more and you know go out and you know have fun. To if if it's gonna go, it's gonna go, whether it's at 5,500 RPM or 6,500 RPM, whether or not how soon at each point. But um, I went out there and I was okay. Let's see. I started experimenting with lines and stuff. I learned some stuff from Sam on the radio. One lap, I went really deep into one put it up on the inside curbing and then pushed a little bit too hard and went four off at that service road. That was a fun ride. I think that's where the exhaust got a little scraped up. But Aha. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> um, I wouldn't put any fingers. I don't I don't want to say it was exactly me, but I think it was a group effort there. <laughs> but I, I think I went out for about 30 minutes. Fuel light came on, and I'd had my fun for the weekend let everybody else get in there. So I do recall. I handed it off to Sam. Um, I do recall at some point during the day, and I, I've lost track of who was driving, but we had run into issues during the head gasket repair of the coil electrodes, uh, or the spark plug wire electrodes staying on the spark plug. And I believe we had two Cummins where we had to repair the uh, spark plug wires. That's right. And tires. That, that That's right. I forgot about all the tires and stuff on Matthew took my session. Matthew took well. And I had a weird clunk in the rear. Rumor. <laughs> that might have been a strut. <laughs> that was Didn't our. Did we also have camera? another? Yeah, we we had part two, but in the rear right. So the same issue we had on Saturday with the adaptable cam- uh, camber and the uh, rear left, like upper bolt for the strut. The same thing happened on the rear right, I believe, as I was getting into the car. And then we had an emergency yeah. four-wheel pit stop that we pulled a uh, Ferrari F1 team and we didn't have all the tires ready and we had to go running for another set of rear tires. The Tafosi is screaming right now, Dylan. Um, the Tafosi would like to know your location. Yeah. Yeah, the chef and I changing the same tire four times. <laughs> yeah, put this one on. No, put this one on. Oh, that one's yeah, on. So we put that one on. Put to put it on. That one's that one's corded too. Is it really? If it, the guy's in the pit next to us, because I didn't see the bottom of it. So what, what, what did we end up? 
what do we end up with? <laughs> we ended up with what three six six sixties and then one RS four, one RS four, yeah, and, and tight and, strut bolts. And we cannot forget about Andy's uh, superior uh, spark plug wire repair that rumor has it is still holding on to this day. Andy's yep. spark plug, yes, he is the fastest spark plug in the West. <laughs> right. And so, so I, I got in the car next after, after talking with Andy. I was like, no, no, you should go ahead. You should go next. I went first on the first day. You know, I've done a ton of driving here. And Andy, Andy was, you know, you know, super nice about it and was just like, you know, you, go ahead. Go ahead. You're, you're the kid. Go ahead and have fun. So I just want to say I really appreciate that, Andy. Um, and then uh, so as, as I'm doing the driver change with Matt, I'm like, I, I, I stopped Matt. And I'm like, so, so how hard were you driving it? And like just to figure out how I should treat the car, and Matt was like, I was driving it pretty hard, so I was like, oh okay, I'll, I'll go out and have some fun. Um, and how I lasted what, like forty-five minutes with the car? You took it out the rest of the day. There was like an hour and a half. Oh okay. <laughs> you, so, you were out the there rest for of our day. He, yeah, well, five minutes shy of the end of the foreshadowing. Race. Right, right. So I, I had some fun. The car, car kind of put together now. Um, again, I, it was a lot of fun. Uh, kept chasing times. I think I got down to like a 2.14 with the car and some uh, a really good stint of uh, consistent 2.16s uh, for, for about eight laps. So I was really happy with the consistency of the car coming to that point. Um, and then as, as the guys were saying, coming down the last like 10, 10, 5, 10 minutes, uh, coming, you know, driving the car, chasing chasing this, uh, this white Miata with like red and blue striping on it. Um, apparently they were running all they were running all seasons of the car, which is why I could keep up and chase. <laughs> uh, I talked I talked to the guy after the race, and um, you know I, I keep I get up to him real quick in the corners because he's not he's not carrying a ton of speed, and then traffic happens, or you know Salem's guys run up with the Porsche Cayman, or you got these Porsche boxers with uh, ATL Speedworks coming up, and it's just like all right, I'm not gonna be that guy and get in the way. I'll just let them go and I'll catch him again later, and. Uh, you know, I'm, I tell Nick, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to pass this guy. This, this is going to happen. I can do this. Like, I'll get there eventually. Um, and like two laps later, uh, I, I just like yell, I just yell over the, uh, the radio coming down the, uh, the back straight just after passing him, uh, coming over the hill and carrying enough speed around the corner. Um, and then unfortunately, the, the, the next lap coming into uh, turn 17, uh, you know. I'm flat out through the little kink right before that. Uh, that's that's got to be 16, and then uh, go to brake in the 17, braking pretty hard, turn in, hit the curb, and then car goes dead. Not not like kaboom, not like anything. It just stops, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I gotta try and restart this, and then it's just not turning over at all, and I I still have enough speed, and I get into pit in, and then I stop, like. 75 feet away from the the um, champ car workers who are gonna like give me the egg timer. I'm just sitting there blocking pit in for the rest of the pretty much the rest of the race. I'm <sighs> sitting there like I'm like, hey guys, I'm over here, and then like I'm just waving just to like let them know I'm here, and I'm like I can't do anything to fix it. And I think the one guy got a little little mad at me for waving at him, thinking I was I was getting mad, but they came they came and pulled me, and um, we went and looked at the car afterwards, and uh, the, the the timing belt was not there dylan right uh well we initially looked through the inspection hole and saw that the belt was not there we since found on teardown that half the belt was there um just the timing belt tensioner bolt had sheared off 
Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, good, so good, good, good to know for the future. Going back going Are we going to call that awesome? The, <laughs> going back to that three and a half hour head gasket job, um, whichever guy did the uh, timing belt in his haste must have uh, gave it one too many Uggadugas. Or do we think it's an issue with the idler we did not well, replace because we didn't we have did. a thin wall enough socket? And is that confirmed whether or not the bearing and the idler seized up uh, and broke the bolt? The bearing was in very poor shape, so it very well could have done that. But um, there was quite a bit of confusion at the end of the race because they towed us to the pit wall, and we're trying to diagnose the car. We quickly found out it had very no, it had no compression. It was cranking very fast. And then there was confusion with the race ending. So there's everyone running across the pit wall to the track side to watch the race end while we're trying to tow the car out of the, the pit. So it was kind of a uh, kind of a very hectic event. Hmm. While Sam was stuck in the car. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it was it was a good finish to the race. Um. I think I think all in all we we did pretty well as a team, you know, come, coming together as a first time as a crew, uh, first time you know Matt driving, uh, wheel to wheel, and Andy first time at at Champ, at Champ Car, and um, you know me me and Bill bring things back around after so many years. So I, I think it went I think it went well. How about y'all? Uh, Joe, you muted. Oh, I uh, whoops. <laughs> um. I thought the team dynamic was a really good uh, atmosphere to be in. I was sort of on the background for this event, but watching everyone have a great time together and getting involved as much as I could be while being a pseudo-spectator, I thought was just an absolutely excellent experience. Yeah, you yeah, guys so I found myself as an impromptu, uh, I guess, crew chief by virtue of I happened to hold the radio first for the radio check, and then it just never left. The, uh, um, the headset it was fit you well. kind of cool being... Yeah. It was kind of cool the being driver. the point of contact uh, with the driver and the car and coordinating with the crew and, and letting everyone know, you know, what's going on or being a spotter and trying to see what's going on with different lines, uh, hearing the call-outs from Matt when he finally passes that Porsche of, oh, tell Joe to buy a Neon. We don't need Porsches. Or when Sam that got around stung. that Miata. Yeah. Well, and when Sam got around that Miata and just blew my ears out with the loudest scream of joy I think I've ever heard through a headset. It was uh it was a really fun experience. And like Joe said, the team dynamic was great. I mean it was it was a very fun weekend. How we about were, Bill's late? We were break definitely game. those guys. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we were uh we were pushing Bill to go a little bit deeper into turn one and he committed to it. That was uh, that was that was funny to see. That's good. Nick and I, Nick and I were up top watching that, and I hear just I just hear Nick talking. I'm like, what are you telling him to do? And uh, and then all of a sudden, you just see the car come back around. And each time, it just kind of goes a little deeper, a little deeper, a little deeper, and then uh, that was that was always cool to see. And a little laugh from Bill. <laughs> that was very sideways. I I think is what he said. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Yep. It was a nice little drift going through there. There is something about drifting a front-wheel drive car that is just so much fun. I think there's a picture floating around of, I think it was my first stint on Saturday, and what is that, four, coming out, going into four, and you can just see counter steer, 
and then the back quarter panel of the car, and it's just a little bit too much quarter panel there to make it look like I'm actually driving the correct line. So, you know, it's kind of sideways. That's uh, It was definitely an opportunity of a lifetime to, to have, and I'm looking forward to uh, what the team has to offer for next season. Hopefully we can get out there and keep the car together, have more beers than working on the car, and <laughs> yeah. I, I will say, I too, hope you never was, say wrong wheel drive again. Uh, I will say, too, Joe, that it was just nice. great to see the, <laughs> the whole thing come to fruition uh, from just getting the call from Matthew uh, that, hey, do you want to come help work on a race car? Uh, and, and that was the same call that Nick, Joe, and uh, Brian got to, um, you know, going to see it on track and just having the whole weekend come together, come to fruition. It was just such a fun event. And I remember joking with Nick. Um, Nick had mentioned to me, he goes, you know, we're kind of laughing, having a good time on the hill. He goes, how did we end up here? And um, I said, well, I don't know. Matthew kind of stumbled into it and grabbed us on his way down. And uh, it was just such a <laughs> great experience just seeing it all come together. Oh. Gone. Cut off. Man, Bye, Dylan. Boop. <laughs> so, so much for that nice Man, he was having such a nice talk, and then all of a sudden, gone. Boop. I know. No, I No, I do find myself wondering how I got here sometimes and it's it's a pretty cool life to be doing all this race car stuff. High school me would be very thrilled. <laughs> and we're Oh, back. hi Dylan. <laughs> oh, hi Mark. It was good to have you there, Brian. It was. So, guys, should we uh, do this again sometime? The podcast oh, yeah. or race? No, not that we're not doing this again. Both. Let's race oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just figured I'd clarify. <laughs> yeah. No, should we be on track again? Should we get the team together and do some more uh, champ car races? Listen, I don't think we have a choice. I think we oh, have to. Doing it. I think we have to redeem ourselves. Yeah, we need we to get to, every yeah. single minute of the stints, both Saturday and Sunday. I th- I think we have to. Not only the neon, the the four well drivers blocked. that, yes. Not only the four drivers that were racing this past weekend, but I think we should try our hardest to get every one of the crew out driving. Because I think that's that's something. I think they all need to experience. Those who are you know really into it and really like driving, they they need to do it. There's only one way that happens. Another neon. Our <laughs> ones. <laughs> hmm. I'd- there, there, there is lemons at the beginning of the year next year, um, and I think I think the the neon would be actually be really competitive for lemons for sure. And the podcast goes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Not that we want to spend all night on the podcast, Sam. But so, I'm not. I we all know what lemons is, but how would the neon be class? Do you know? Uh did you did lemons rules? Um, I think they what ABC. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> if it looks too, if it looks too much like a race car, they put you in higher class, right? Is A is A the top, right? And then C's the bottom, or is it is it reversed? Okay, so right, so I I think we'd start like a B class car, maybe since it's our first race, and if we do a really good theme, we could get C class, but. It, it, I heard it, there's we'll, bribes we'll involved see. lemons. Yes, yeah, they uh they'll tattoo your car with spray paint uh, that you've been that you bribed the judges. 
So. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. So maybe we do a wrap on the car, so they just spray paint the wrap. Yes. And then yeah, you I, have the, the wrap be something funky or funny. Like the mystery machine or something. Nobody knows what that car is. <clears throat> uh, petition to do a mystery machine livery for a champ car. If we mm. if we can swing it, let's do it. We'll get a Honda Odyssey. We'll make it the mystery machine. There we that go. would be sweet. There you go. That is the ultimate yeah. driving experience. But all the crew and drivers have to be in the Odyssey for their laps. <laughs> you know, I have a sidebar story about riding in the middle of a bench seat in the back of a Crown Vic being driven by a guy dressed as Garfield Cat. And <laughs> I spent more time hitting the doors of that car than I did in the center of it. Oh my With goodness. Two other people next to you hitting the doors. <sighs> that was a good time. That might be the title of this podcast. Why was Garfield the cat? Why was Nick? Why was Nick chauffeur Garfield the cat? <laughs> I think that's a good title. You're gonna be listening the, the whole chauffeur. podcast, and they're never getting the answer. I still, I still vote for uh, neon on the neon because seeing all the seeing the Miatas with all the fancy lights. Dude, I'm telling you, neon on the neon, and it has to be purple. Neon needs neon. But it has to be like early 2000s Fast and Furious where it's the glass tubes. That you can see from the side of the car. <laughs> you can see Wait, from can the side of the car. Tubes? <laughs> so when you go over the curbing and smash it on track, uh, you get kicked out. No, when you, no, you, get a, um, you when you hit the curb and the, the, the bulbs just break, it goes all over the place. And then at night, the whole track's just glowing. Yes. <laughs> you just yeah. give everyone mercury poisoning on track. <laughs> then we'll win. I think neon, uh, neon for sure. If we're gonna do any uh, night races, so there is a. Uh, I guess I could probably talk about this. There's a very strong rumor of a 12-hour at Nelson next year. It'll start at noon and end at midnight. Um, so for something like that, we would put neon on. Let's do it. Yeah. I think, I think we need I think that neon, and we need that rad air racing wrap that has the uh, stripes on the hood. Here, hear me out. We could be I like that. We can only play cars. neon moon. No, what would be super cool is if you have a 90s neon with neon, you need to go with a vintage style 90s rad air wrap, radiator wrap, or something like that 90s style. Make the whole car just scream. Redwood. Redwood, yeah. yeah. There we are. Rad we don't care how you wood. say it, but it's neon. And we'll all... Be- <laughs> <laughs> do I have to quote the jingle again? I think you have to. Nick, do it. Oh, God. Red Air or Raid Air. No matter how you say it, it's great car care. Call 877-777-7798. See, Andy, Andy, all the generations know it. Awesome. It's like, Um, do the jingle, do the jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Andy, Andy just pops out of thin air with a... Ready to go, ready to fix your Like car. a good neighbor, Andy is there with a Mustang. Yep. <laughs> I think, uh, Andy, what did you think about the whole weekend? I don't think we ever ended up getting uh, your answer on that one. I, I really enjoyed it, especially hanging out with all you young people. Uh, really let me know how old I was. But uh, <laughs> needless to say, uh, uh, what, what we pulled off for the first time out, I think it's phenomenal. Of course, second time we've been with you know with Brian, the chef, uh, and we had Matt, you know, at uh, at uh, uh, Nelson, you know, on that first race, 
But, uh, you know, you guys are an outstanding group of young people. There's no doubt about it. Uh, very nice to be associated with all of you. And uh, as we stated, you know, <clears throat> we're thinking, you know, second car may be in order. Um, so we all have more time to drive and, and more time to work on it. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go whichever way that the group wants to do that. You know, Bill and I have had many discussions and we pretty much left it up to him to, uh, to figure out how we're going to do it. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, we thought about doing NASA, we thought about doing all kind of other stuff and, and gosh, for what we got invested in what we're doing, it's, you know, the fun factor cost per dollar is, is so low on what we're doing. I mean, we could afford to do it pretty well. Um, so yeah, so I, I had a blast. I, I, I wish I could have got two hours in on Sunday too. And, and, uh, we all would add our time on the track cause that's what we do it for. I mean, uh, you know, my first time that track at that first half hour, I just start digging it in more and more and more and learning the car, learning the track, learning the track, learning the car. And, uh, the guys were pretty aggressive out there. I got bumped around a couple of times, uh, that, that green, uh, a little Porsche that pitted right in front of us. That guy just came up and rubbed me going into the one corner and, uh, and I just rubbed back, you know, so, uh, and then I got cut off as racing. video going down the back straight, going into the right kink that one time, put me off the track that time. But, uh, you know, it, uh, it was fun. I had a blast. Look forward to it. Cool. So any parting words from, uh, from the crew? Do it again. Porta potty zip ties. Do it again. Um, bring extra head gaskets. <laughs> <laughs> Drive fast, take chances. Make sure your strut bolts are tight and uh, tip your waitresses. If, if that's a, if uh, torque all your timing job at me, I don't appreciate it. Brian, you're an excellent waitress. I, I, well, I'm, I'm Brian, do you not tip I your waitresses? I No, I checked the strut bolts the night before and they went. They oh. came loose again. Well, so maybe maybe we don't have Brian check them. He did do a Brian check where he kind of looked at it half cocked and was like, "That's eh, good." Well, before we get before we get each other in trouble. This, Bill, how about you? This is true. Uh, yeah, do it again. Let's go. All right, let's do it. When's the next the end. So one car, two cars, guys. I think we do two. I don't think we have a choice. I'm in for no. two. I'm in for two. I'm in we for have two. enough. We have enough people. We have enough uh, confidence in each other, and I think that group um, relationship is. Uh, we go for two cars. It's, it's gonna be a lot, but we can we can do it. We did a head gasket. Why not do two head gaskets? Whoa, easy. <laughs> Why, let's that, not. Let's <laughs> stop there, sir. True. We're going to do a head gasket preseason, not at the end of the season. Bingo. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm with Andy on that one. Let's get the uh, yep. good gasket and the uh, uh, probably some shorter bolts or some studs. ARP studs. Mm -hmm. the best. Yeah. ARP everything. ARP yeah, like everything. It. Yeah, let's put ceramic rod bearings in it and dry sump it, too. <laughs> Easy, right, Mr. Mr. Rockefeller. Rockefeller. <laughs> Joe Rockefeller. <laughs> at it again. Think we'll get... about that, Bill. Did you bring him up to speed on the on the double-overed cam engine, what we need to do? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's end the podcast here, and then we'll uh, 
we'll caucus afterwards. But guys, I want to say thanks for being on the show, sharing uh, your experiences with the Champ Car and with the uh, with our team. And uh, can't wait to get back on track with all of you guys. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Bill, Looking for having us. Thank you, Bill. Bill. Thank you, Bill. A big thanks to LMS, EFI, Radar Complete Car Care in Wycliffe, and Track First for their support of the show. Be sure to click on their links in the show notes page to learn more about these great companies. Hey, can you do me two favors? First, I'd love a five-star review on wherever you listen to this podcast. It just makes me feel good when I see those. Second, tell a friend about the show. Oh, and don't be late to GRID.